Imagine hearing a bop, if you will, just like a banger on the web, and you really enjoy the song, but you don't know who it's by. You can't look up the artist. You can't figure out where it's from, who sings it, and it just leaves you completely confused. This is the case with today's mystery of the most bizarre and mysterious song on the internet. Internet sleuths have been trying to put together the pieces of this puzzle for years and years with not a lot of luck, deeming today's episode one of the weirdest unsolved mysteries we've talked about so far. I was about to say, this is a very strange one for us. We actually just listened to the song first time and it is it's, it's a banger. banger. It's absolutely. Banger. It's a full on like lyrical kind of like rock song that uh-huh. I guess nobody has taken credit for. I'm going into this one pretty blind, but I'm very excited because I love a good mystery. And as a chronic Shazammer, the thought of music just being uncatalogued and unclaimed is so weird to me. Like I just don't believe that something can exist anonymously on the internet. There has to be a trace. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Harcast. I'm Loey, your evidence expert. I'm very excited for this one. I'm Eleanor. I'm your skeptic. I think we're going to get to the bottom of this one today. Ooh, I think we're going to solve the case. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest and most mysterious corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. It might be a party tonight. I don't yeah. know. I want to have this banger on repeat. Like, just jam out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We're glad to have you guys along for the ride <laughs> on this one. And today we're talking about something that, how do you even introduce this? We're just talking about the most mysterious song on the internet. Mm-hmm. This may not seem like a huge deal to those of you at home, because honestly, when I first started getting into this, I was like, why is the internet freaking out over this? I thought it was just going to be some demo tape that was lost to time. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, the rabbit hole is so deep, so deep. We are taking a serious trip to the past today with cassettes and recording oh, on the wow. radio. Oh, wow. Take me back. Oh. Take me back. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. So for almost 15 years, the online world has been trying to figure out who wrote, sang, and released the most mysterious song on the internet. Users on Reddit and Discord have said that they have searched for upwards of hours a day. (laughs) Oh, Reddit. Of course. 
I to mean, what do we owe this service? That is, that is one of the more noble ventures <laughs> I've seen on Reddit, to be honest. <laughs> it kind of reminded me, like, this is obviously a real tangible song, but it reminded me of the Evil Farming Game episode that we did. Yes. It's like people were just so, they yes. were like, we are going to get to the bottom of this. And we, at the end of that episode, decided that there probably were variations of Evil mm-hmm. Farming Games that people were actually playing. But I do think that this one is more interesting because there's a real song. We yeah. just listened to this song and apparently the mystery has not yet been solved. Never. Even after Reddit internet sleuthing, which is, I mean, hey, if you could avoid the Reddit sleuths, we have like a real mystery on our hands here. You know, outside of Reddit, one of the things that I think is the most interesting about this is that like major publications have talked about the song and this mystery, even Rolling Stone themselves, which whoa, arguably the biggest publication in music, right? Like, right. They are massive. And even they have like reported on this and talked about it and been like, we also don't know. Like, you know what? That's so much more interesting uh-huh. because going into this episode, I was like, well, even if Reddit's on the case, it's still like a microcosm of the internet. You know what I mean? Like there's a chance that somebody recorded this and just isn't participatory in online culture. It doesn't right. realize that the song has gone viral. But if it's been talked about in Rolling Stone and like acknowledged kind of by the mainstream, it seems unlikely that the person doesn't know about the fact that it's relevant. Right. Like very, very, very bizarre that like somebody who obviously would have been so engrossed in music and release something that's being covered by the biggest name in music publication, Mm -hmm. like the biggest name in music reporting, wouldn't know about it. Like that makes no sense to me. But Rolling Stone, as I said, gave an incredible review of the song, which I don't know that I agree with. They described it as rigid beat and dry monotone vocals. Actually, you know what? That's fine. Like the wind. (laughs) Like the wind. Like, yeah. Okay, fine, fine, fine. But it is still a bop. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because it is dry and monotone vocals does not mean that I will not jam out to it and shake my little booty to the music. It is a booty shaker. It is a booty shaker. (laughs) (laughs) Rolling Stone also described it as a synth pop hit that you would have heard in a dance club in the 80s, which I also think describes it pretty well. Yeah, it's like a little, like everything in the 80s sounded a little bit like rock, but it's Mm -hmm. definitely like like a fun little pop song. Yeah, yeah. It's two minutes and 55 seconds long, so very standard length for a song. And people guess, because we don't know what the title of the song would have been, that it could be Like the Wind, because that's just like a reoccurring uh That's how the chorus phrase. starts. Yeah. yeah, in the lyrics. The search began between 1982 and 1984, when a man who goes by the name of Darius online, he had asked to be anonymous. He gave himself a superhero name, I guess. Superhero Darius. Darius. Superhero Darius. Now, Darius said that he, in particular, during this time between like 1982 and 1984, he was recording songs that he heard on the radio onto a cassette tape. Those were the days. Wow. Those were the days. Is that even how cassettes worked? You could, they had to. I guess, yeah, yeah. You could record songs from the radio onto a cassette. I mean, listen, I used to do that with my cell phone. Like, yeah. way back in the day, like, I would get a ringtone that way. Oh, yeah. Well, like, would you put it in the car? Oh, we're really, I'm showing my youth. Or, like, do you record it? It you had to be, I mean? like, a proper deck, right? Like, it had to be, like, a... Floppy disk. Floppy disk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Technology. Uh. <laughs> Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the <laughs> It's like the most simplistic thing in the world. Everyone at home who was like doing this during this time is like, all you do is like do this. And we're like, uh, 
so he's recording songs that he heard on the radio and liked <laughs> onto a cassette tape. He's making Darius's mix, okay? Yes, the playlist. He's, he's just got the playlist. Now, he lives in Germany, actually, which makes this even more interesting because the song is very obviously in English. With no accent, really. With Although no. it's a little bit hard to hear, so maybe there mm -hmm. is one, but I, yeah. it doesn't sound like one. So he would listen to music on German public radio, which is NDR, mm -hmm. uh, over there. And that's where he was like recording these songs. His tape in particular that caught like the wind, as we're just going to call it, I guess, because what else do you call it? Mm -hmm. This tape contained 25 songs that he liked, but he just didn't know much about him. But he did really like this song in particular, Like the Wind. It struck him as weird, though, because if he would play it for people or, you know, if he would kind of like look into it and try to find more stuff from the same artist or whatever, nobody had ever heard it, number one. And number two, nobody knew like where it was from. He could not track down who sang the song, which I guess maybe at the time wasn't that strange. Mm -hmm. Like this mystery lived on from the 80s all the way to 2007, where Darius's mm -hmm. sister decided, I want to get to the bottom of this. So in 2007, his sister comes online. She mm -hmm. also has a fake name. I don't know what they have to protect, but like, okay, just, I like, is this not going to end with like Darius being the person who sang the song and Darius also being Darius's sister? Oh my god! It's oh like wow, a catfish that's like, episode. It might be a catfish. It might be a musical catfish. Actually, that was not a possibility I had even considered. Right? Okay, okay. that's my current headcanon going forward. So Darius's sister comes online and she's like, "This is the story <laughs> behind the song." Okay. She also decided to post a short clip of the song, one minute, to avoid copyright issues. But copyright I, of who? That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Who?" Who's copyright? So, like most things, once it hit the internet, it exploded, and everyone was like, what song is it? What is this? Who is it by? And is the song transformative? Like, is it going to brush your teeth for you and pay your taxes? And like, is it just the best song that's ever existed? <laughs> no. No. But it is the mystery, isn't it? I mean, maybe that's why nobody has stepped forward. Maybe they realize as soon as they do that, you know, the allure of the song will be gone. But it also seems like unless they're like somehow a successful musician outside of this song, the opportunity would be too enticing. It surely, like if I had something that like I had done and I never put my name to that went that viral on the web and like mm -hmm. lived on decades after I did it, like I could not not step forward right? and take accountability and like, you know, be like, it was me. You'd yeah. have to. Maybe it's by aliens. Maybe that's oh. what it is. Whoa. <laughs> Every <laughs> single episode. <laughs> wow. Another person by the name of Gabriel da Silva Vieira posted it onto his YouTube channel and several Reddit communities where it went really viral. So it had already been posted on the web mm -hmm. in like mid 2000s. But it just kept coming back, as everything on the internet does, right? Where it just comes right. back and comes back. People have tried to figure out the singer's accent, dialect. They've tried to listen to the infliction in the voice. But keep in mind, like, this is a relatively low quality version of the song. So here's what we do know about the song. It was on the radio in the 80s. Was it definitely on the radio? Well, like, this is all according to the guy who you know what I mean? released it. But yeah. Like, could it be a situation where the tinfoil hat's on? This was Darius's song. He could have like recorded some radio songs and then put his song 
in between them and then recorded more radio songs. So it sounded like it was on the radio, but like, of course it wouldn't be claimed because it wasn't on the radio. Like he's the only one who's ever heard it, but it was mm. on this cassette tape, of like other radio songs. And he was presenting it that way. That is so interesting. And honestly was not like, I don't know how I haven't even thought of that yet. But yes, of course, the person posting the mystery online certainly could have been the one behind it. Yeah, the one who smelt it, dealt it, eh? The, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Up next, we will find out exactly where internet sleuths think the most mysterious song on the internet came from, as well as get together our own little theory as to how it came to be. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. So to recap, Gabriel is the YouTuber who posted the full song online. So Gabriel reaches out to the DJ at the German radio station NDR, who would have been there at the time that the song came out. Mm -hmm. And even the DJ himself is confused. He doesn't remember the track at all, which could point in the direction of your mm -hmm. theory. As a matter of fact, he's not even positive he ever would have played it on the show. But then again, as a DJ, would you remember every single song you played? I don't know. I mean, maybe some would claim to, but definitely not. Definitely not. That said, I have not heard my theory disproved. And listen, you probably never would because this DJ himself and the radio station, uh, the German radio station NDR, like they would have had to have gone through hundreds of thousands of records mm -hmm. to find any evidence of the song, like anything that they have. Now, his theory is that it was possibly an East German rock band. Now, remember, at the time, the Berlin Wall is still up. Like, True. So it's potentially a situation, at least this is the theory of the DJ, mm -hmm. that maybe an East German rock band had made this song, and the song was like mailed to him from the other side of the Berlin Wall. Interesting. Isn't that fascinating? I'm here for that. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I do still wonder why in the modern age, I think that's what's getting me, is that this mystery has gone until as recently as 2007 and mm -hmm. been covered in Rolling Stone. Like, why nobody would have come forward now. Yeah. But still, that's a cool theory. I'm here right? for this. So that's one really interesting tidbit about the song. People have also even popped up claiming like, hey, I totally know who the song is by. But... It always leads to a dead end. I really think it's Darius or the sister. Or it's like, I don't know, potentially like it's been a, a woman all along. It is the sister. And like she knew somebody who made this song and released it without their permission. And like they didn't want to release or something. I don't know. I just feel like the Darius slash sister character is certainly the one who created it, right? If there's only one person in the world who's ever heard this song, they're probably the ones who made the song. Darius's sister has replied publicly and online by saying, I am not one of those people who needs attention. 
I mean, that's fair. Like, obviously, they're not if they're not public. But I still think that they could have wanted attention for the song. You know, they claim both Darius's sister and Darius. They just wanted to find out who sang it. Like, that's basically what his sister is. That is like, this is a mystery that, you know, has come up over the years. I just wanted to post about it online because Mm -hmm. this is the Internet and everybody knows everything. So that's why I posted it. Like, there was no deeper meaning, according to her. Today, the German radio station NDR still continues to search their own records to try to find the song. Huh. They're like, yeah, we want to know, too. I mean, it's interesting. Very interesting. But I wonder, like, if they find the records, like, are there handwritten records of song? Like, what would the records be? I'm assuming it would just be, like, a record of, like, this song. Maybe it was played at this time on, like, I have like, no what idea what... more information what... would we get from the records? Maybe the official name of the song as well as the artist's name. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Just like mailed in at that time, they think, potentially. Yeah, that's even guessing that like the artist's name, quote unquote, would have been their real name or right. something, you know? So something I found kind of funny is that the DJ at the time, the DJ for this radio station, has come forward to say that mm-hmm. they are confused as to why people are taking so much time looking for the whereabouts of the song, saying that it's just mediocre. <gasps> T. Oh my God, shady. All right, all right. I'm ready for my tinfoil hat. I'm ready to give you mm-hmm. my full story time conspiracy theory. Hit me with it. The DJ. He had that song. He had that song on lock. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was a song that he had recorded of like his friend's band or something. He's okay. sitting in their garage one day and they're playing the song and they're like, well, what do you think of the song? And he's like, it's okay. Like, I don't think I'd play that. Like, I think you should like, Play your other songs or like just disband. Like nobody likes you anyway. Just disband. And then he he, he had secretly been recording it and he takes it and he puts Mm -hmm. it on the radio. I mean, hey, it's definitely possible. Again, this is one of those things where we have so little information. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's just as probable as anything else. But is it just as probable as what you were saying with like... I mean, no, but I didn't want to be rude. (laughs) I'm here for the tinfoil hat theories as well. Well, tell me, do you think that Darius versus Darius' sister, like, do you think it's just the same person? I think it's the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was no information. I was actually confused earlier in the podcast when you told me that like, the song had been passed from Darius to Darius's sister with no mention of Darius. Like Darius just kind of disappeared, seemingly. It is just like an interesting passing of hands of characters. Right. That like seems so unnecessary. Like Darius led the charge and then it was the sister, yeah. but they're kind of, I don't know. To me, it seems like I said, if only one person has information about something like a creative work, they're probably the ones that did it. Still weird that he hasn't come forward, though, and mentioned maybe he really is or she really is somebody who doesn't like attention. I don't know. Or maybe they're getting the attention exactly the way that they wanted to, to be fair. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe the attention comes in the form of, like, stirring the internet up. And, like, let's be really honest. This song, if it were released in 2007... It's not making a big splash. No. So maybe this was the way to get it circulated. Maybe this whole mystery was an attempt at, like, viral marketing that would be incredible if this person looked so far ahead as to realize that like creating this internet future reddit mystery would lead to virality back in the 80s incredible well you know i was thinking like there's no record of any of this until 2007 what if the entire story wait there's no record of this until 2007 
Well, yeah. I mean, Lowy, not there's online. no record of this until not online. Oh my god, this is a creepy pasta. <laughs> oh my god, we re- what? I thought okay, when we were talking about this being like yeah. from the eighties, I thought that this was like that the Rolling Stone article was like written back then. That this no. was like an oh ongoing. god, no, because when you were no. like the mystery has lasted this long, I was like that's incredible that people have been talking about it for 40 years. I was like, okay, so this is the evil farming game. So he totally made this up. Yeah. So somebody recorded this song in 2007 to sound like a song from the 80s and put it like the cassette tape doesn't even exist. It's not a physical object, right? So this is just a story. Okay, amazing, incredible. I knew we would solve the case. This almost got under my skin. This almost, okay. Okay. Well, even knowing that, why do we think the internet has gone so wild over this? Because it's a mystery. The same reason that like faceless creators and just any mystery and creepy pastas like ARG, people just enjoy a mystery. And this one, like, oh my gosh, I feel so, my entire chest is just fulfilled with a sense of Holmes and Watson on the case. (laughs) Of course, it's Darius and sister, right? I don't think that there is a sister. I think it's all just Darius. Like, I I think so, too. Surely, surely, that is the case. Where, where did this first appear, even? The first recorded, like, posting about it was on a German website about it. So... As Darius's sister. Yes. So Darius never existed. Darius never, like, talked online or anything. No. Darius's sister just came online and posted saying, my brother Darius... Yeah. ...heard the song in the 80s on a cassette tape, here's a YouTube video of it or like a video of it or, or whatever, a posting mm-hmm. in 2007. Of course, they just recorded it recently, right? It's just mm-hmm. somebody who recorded a song and like wanted to create a mystery out of it. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. that's kind of cool that though. Is, yeah, it's an interesting, like I definitely think it did its job. Like, I mean, the song is a banger and we wouldn't be talking about it on this podcast otherwise. That's true. So we really want to know what you guys have to say about this song. Did Sherlock and Holmes successfully solve the case? Did we get to the bottom of this? And also, did Darius ever exist? I don't know. We really want to know what you guys have to say. Listen, did you ever hear the song? Are you familiar with it? Is it like a Mandela effect? Mm. We would love to hear from you guys. Make sure to tag us all over the internet with hashtag gruesome twosome. And we would love to hear from you. For now, thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Louie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we've left this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of Internet Urban Legends for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week or a new banger, as is the case today. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loweybug and at Snitchery. And support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, and Ed Simpson from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Yumi Shin. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor, better known as Snitchery. AKA the Gruesome Twosome.